We continue our service with the first reading. A reading from Romans, chapter 12. Let love be genuine, hate what is evil, hold fast to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection, outdo one another in showing honor. Do not lag in zeal, be ardent in spirit, serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope, be patient in suffering, persevere in prayer, contribute to the needs of the saints, extend hospitality to strangers. Bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another, do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in sight of all. If it is possible, so far as it is depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave room for the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. No, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. For by doing this, you will heap burning coals on their heads. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Thank you, Frank, for the first reading. We continue with the gospel reading also from Frank. A reading from Matthew, chapter 16. From that time on, after Peter confessed that Jesus was the Messiah, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and undergo great suffering at the hands of the elders and chief priests and scribes, and be killed and on the third day be raised. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, God forbid it, Lord, this must never happen to you. But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. Then Jesus told his disciples, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit them if they gain the whole world but forfeit their life? Or what will they give in return for their life? For the Son of Man is to come with his angels in the glory of his Father, and then he will repay everyone for what has been done. Truly I tell you, there are some standing here who will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. The word of the Lord. Thank you, Frank. The sermon this morning, uh, we had two readings, which I'm really glad we had two readings this morning. Uh, we always have that option. But let love be genuine from Romans 12. I'm going to be honest right now, and I really struggled preaching this weekend uh, with everything that is happening. And so I think you will hear that come forth. And where do we turn for hope? Um, when it seems like things might be hopeless. But I'll just start the sermon here. 
Now it's time for the sermon, which might seem like an awkward transition. It is for me to think about how do I go from sharing all that we might be struggling with here to now preaching what I hope to be is the good news. Um, I'm going to keep this brief because uh, I was thinking about this passage in which it is a follow-up to last week's Jesus conversation with Peter and the disciples when they are talking about um, who are you and Jesus, it comes up that Jesus is the Messiah. And uh, so now we get a follow-up to that conversation. What does the Messiah look like? And Jesus goes on to continue it and he says he must go to Jerusalem, suffer and die and three days rise again. And Peter says, I forbid that. Jesus. That is not the way the story works. And Jesus rebukes him. Now Peter goes from the rock on which the church will be built to now get behind me, Satan. And then he says, whoever wants to be my disciple must pick up their cross and follow me. And it got me thinking about one thing I've really enjoyed about the Zoom services that we weren't doing before when we were able to meet in our sanctuary. And I've heard a lot of feedback on it also is that we've heard people share their faith stories. And we're about to hear one coming up from um, Rebecca and Frank. I don't know if it's one or both of them I haven't seen yet. But, and I think about my own faith story. People have shared why they go to church or why they are a Christian or what faith means to them. And it's always been very good things, which is great, right? It sh- I, I'm glad that it's good. It's my own way. My parents were Christians. My parents went to church. I went to church. I always fit. I had friends there. It made sense to me. I always heard that I was loved. I didn't have this overriding sense of guilt, like what's wrong with you. It was a very natural thing, easy to fit into. And that was the message I always heard is you belong, you belong, you belong. But what if we heard a different message? Not that you belong wouldn't work. It still fits. It still is present. And it's not what's wrong with you, which is what we feel like so many people talk about with this overriding sense of guilt that they feel like they always heard from church. But what if we heard these words from Jesus this morning where he talks about, if anyone wants to be my disciple, they must pick up their cross and follow him. We've talked about this before, uh, this phrase, pick up your cross and follow me. Oftentimes we feel it is something that has been imposed on us. It's bad luck. Um, We lose a job, our marriage falls apart. Someone is diagnosed with a disease that we don't know what the prognosis, their outcome is going to be. And we hear things or you said things like, I guess this is just my cross to bear. Let's be clear about something. What happened to Jesus isn't just something that happened to him because he was passive and it was bad luck. It happened to him because of the way he lived and the way he acted and the way he spoke to the powers that be. They then didn't like it, (laughs) didn't like what he had to say, and they killed him for it. So what if we said to each other, what if we said to perspective Christians, what if we were told by our parents growing up, hey, you're a Christian, but you know what it means? You're going to suffer. You're going to wonder. You're going to doubt. At some point, you're going to be like Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane the night before he was about to be crucified on the cross and say, I don't want to do this. Take it from me. 
Would people still want to join us? Is this maybe why we oftentimes, I, I, I honestly believe this, we sugarcoat it or we tweak or not even just tweak, we totally change what it means to be a Christian because if we really let it be what it is, who would want to be part of that? So we had all of these things up here and how do we behave? What does it mean to be a Christian in the midst of everything that is going on? It is so hard and we come up with different answers or sometimes the answers we come up with, we don't want to participate in because of what it might mean for us. (laughs) And so we get so overwhelmed with everything that we just want to say, forget it. That's why I'm so glad the passage that we have to accompany um, the gospel reading this morning. We haven't done much other readings besides the gospel readings that we've been on Zoom, and that has a lot to do with because of time. But this morning, it just seemed so necessary to have this reading from Romans when we don't know where to look, when we do feel like we are turned upside down, when it does feel like We are losing our life and we don't know where to turn. We hear these words from Romans that I think if we don't know where to turn, maybe we can hold on to this. Let love be genuine. Hate what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. <coughs> Outdo one another in showing honor. I'm going to jump ahead. Contribute to the needs of strangers. I can contribute to the needs of saints. Extend hospitality to strangers. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. If your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. Maybe these are the words that we need this morning when we don't know where to turn. We can let our love be genuine, trusting that that is the love we have from God for us, even when we can't see it. Amen.